Hey, Jackie. Hey, Tori. Welcome to Holy Moly, a The Mole rewatch podcast. It's a spoiler-free rewatch of Celebrity Mole Yucatan, Mm -hmm. which is season four of the early 2000s hit reality franchise. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It feels, I just got to get used to, like, the sound of it rolling off my tongue. Yucatan. 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 It doesn't roll off the tongue like Hawaii, but it has, like, a cooler... It's sound. The yeah, the yeah. They Cut. both have a lot of like vowel usage, which I'm loving. Yeah, yeah. You know all about the linguist part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. I um, wanted to say really quickly, sorry, <laughs> that um in our like little outline for the episode, you added a picture of um what would have been like an advertisement for holy Mo- or for celebrity mole <laughs> you yes. could say not for the podcast <laughs> um from the 2000s and it says it used to air wednesdays at 10 p.m eastern time it's a late night it's show late. i didn't realize that honestly given some of the content yeah. i think it's for the best it's actually i mean really hawaii call. was raunchy and as we'll see in this episode it's gonna get a little rowdy at times this crew is yeah you got the raunchiest of the raunchy from last season and mm-hmm. then some so yeah. yes for yeah sure. there are a few things to talk about with <laughs> yeah, that um actually my... <laughs> so it makes sense that it's a late night show because this isn't really appropriate for young children no. at all yeah they um, made the right it, call also the concept of the show is like kind of confusing it's not for everyone yeah they're like we don't even want to risk anyone awake before 10 <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah catching this Oh my goodness. Um, Before we get started talking about the first episode of Yucatan, Celebrity Mm -hmm. Mall Hawaii, um, how are you? Celebrity Mall. Celebrity Mole Hawaii really just does sound like the name of the show at this point. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Celebrity Mole Hawaii Yucatan. Uh, it basically is because it's a mix of people from that season. So honestly, anyway. we have 50% of the cast. Okay. Before we go talking about that show, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I really, I don't really know any updates to share I, like. I feel like this segment of our show is going to be so short and depressing <laughs> over the next few weeks it's like I know. nothing going on here wake yeah. up every day another wonderful grind another wonderful grind the weather hasn't been great so like that's no. an added like uh, kind of feeling to the days um yeah I don't know I mean I got nothing it's like wake nothing. up yeah work yeah. Uh, then probably like take a nap because I have a migraine from all the uh-huh. construction happening outside. Oh my god! Yeah. And then like cook dinner. That's mm-hmm. been nice. Those are a good uh, point of the day. And then like play Switch um, or like watch TV and then yeah. go to bed. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah, it's been great. And like, <laughs> it's been great. It's been really great. I've I mean, never been happier. And it's like it's so interesting because like I've been working from home for the past year. But it's different working from home while Tony is working from home, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and like, well, everyone else is working from home and you can't go anywhere. Like, it's not, you know, it's not the same as like you just are choosing to work from home and that's how you work best. Like you have so much more on your mind and more distractions. 
So yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, we're, we're getting thriving. through. <laughs> yeah, but you know, needless to say, like very grateful that like we have jobs, um, mm-hmm. and we can I'm do our jobs from home. You I'm grateful to have you and this to look moment. forward to. Like, uh, it's yeah, it's great that like we can connect like this. So I'm truly when we text about the podcast like and obviously we don't talk about the content but just behind the scenes gab Mm -hmm. uh i was like crying laughing the other day like it is the sole source of joy in my life like just does wake me up yeah like it's most things aren't really like energizing to me right now and this always has been and it continues to be and this was a funny episode of the mall. Oh, it was like, good. This was a good one. It was good. It's like a common scene in my house for John, for me to like be looking at my phone and giggling, crying, <laughs> and John to go, "What?" And I'm gonna go, "It's Jackie. We're talking about it's the podcast." The mall. Yes. <laughs> like it's just the mall. I have to tell you, like Friday night, I I was like not in a great mood. I was just like really tired, um, and. I think, like, you and I started talking about, like, oh, we're going to make, like, a Twitter account, or we're going to get a new mm-hmm. logo, and I was immediately, like, picked up, and I was just yes. like, oh, this is fun again, like, yeah, I can... Motivate. Why was I not thinking about this? Yeah. Right. So, Oh, I feel good. that in my bones. Yes. Uh, so, uh, this is a, a, a light in the dark for yeah. us. Joy uh, to be here. And I love you, and I love them all, <laughs> so... That's all I know to be true. <laughs> If I know two things are true in this uh, world, those are them. I'm glad to have them. Count uh, myself uh, lucky. Truly. Uh. Um, before we keep going on about how much we love each other, um, I do have to give a quick shout out moment mm-hmm. on the pod. A quick shout out mom. Shout out mom. Uh, we got an email, and by the way, if anyone ever wants to email us, you can at holymolypodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we got an email from somebody. Uh, her name is, I think she says Sade or Said. I'm not sure on the pronunciation, but she runs a really great podcast called Offscreen Babble with her husband, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and you can go, they actually have a website. You can check it out, offscreenbabble.com. It's a great name, too, for it's a podcast. Great. Like, that really is catchy. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they podcast about, like, TV and movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, over 100 episodes. So oh they're deep in it. Yeah. Um, and she emailed us saying, I cannot believe you guys love Celebrity <laughs> Mall Hawaii. I love this show and I recently put together a YouTube video about it. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And the YouTube video that she sent over, she made is half an hour long. Yeah. And it is a full entire uh, recap and like commentary mm-hmm. on it. Um, it's a commentary on the characters and the plot. Yeah. and it's amazing yeah. and we were basically just like stunned she was like i cannot believe there's anyone that like cares about celebrity mole hawaii the way that i do yeah. and for me to see somebody that put forward a half an hour video i was just like that is genuine love yes <laughs> like, completely she, uh. it's like validating in a way of like yes. yes this is you know people haven't been talking about this or watching this show in a while but like it it is special and it was really great and like it's just so we talk about all these coincidences about like things happening that like are weirdly 
mm-hmm. weird similar timing um around the mole like it wasn't there <laughs> and now it is there and so like something like this like it sounds like she maybe had that moment too and it was really cool to connect yes. over like we both love this show yeah and to be clear they have like a hundred episodes of their podcast but mm-hmm. this is the only youtube video she's made it's in a separate section of their website called let's babble about it and it this is the first one that she's made <laughs> and like it was special enough to be like i need to pull out yeah. the big guns yeah and i love that love it um, so yeah, check out their podcast, uh, Off Screen Babble. It's really lovely, but mm-hmm. we just loved connecting with another yes. human on this subject. Yes, uh, I also love when I either of us goes off about how like signs from the universe <laughs> and like it's meant to be cosmic energy. <laughs> like that's the kind of like woohoo stuff like I would be mm-hmm. expecting in like a more like meditative yes. daily practice of like. Yes. you know connecting with your inner selves and ours starts that way and then like takes a sharp turn to the left we're like about the mall yeah yeah we're like it doesn't apply to anything else I'm really not looking for these signs in like important areas of my life only the mall right right but they're there if you uh, look they're there they are though oh my gosh oh my goodness um Anything else going on with you? Um, I'm checking my notes. Like, not really. No. Cool. Just, yeah. Um, yeah. So if anyone wants to watch the mole, Celebrity Mole Yucatan mm-hmm. with us, which is the season that we are talking about mm-hmm. this time. Yes. Um, we don't think it was ever put out on DVDs, but it is available in a bad quality on YouTube, which yeah. is strictly what Jackie and I are using to uh, watch it. Um, yes. So watch along with us. Um, last episode, we did a cast assessment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did deep dives into the eight people that we're going to be spending the next few weeks with. Yes. Um, we talked about just their lives, their personalities, mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. I'm really glad we did that because, um, again, I mean, and it was really worth it for like season one for Hawaii because then you get into it and you're just like, you already know these people. And granted, it's a little different because it's a celebrity edition, but it's kind of like the start of a survivor season where it's like, I need to get to know all these new people right away. And like, I want to just know what they're about so that I can really like start making theories and like paying more attention. And so, like, doing the cast assessment where we like, dove into everything about these people like I felt immediately brought into the episode like when it started I was like I'm here I'm ready like I don't need to know anything else yeah I can't I can't stress the importance yeah it's so listening to the cast assessment episode these people have lived lives yes yeah uh truly honestly highly recommend uh you get a listen to that because you will be feel all of a sudden incredibly attached to these humans yeah um okay with that being said i think we're ready to get started into the first episode recap yes uh i cannot believe we're here um but we are about to dive down into mexico (laughs) yucatan yes and uh the very first scene that we're going to well, no. I before we even dive into Yucatan, <laughs> rewind. The very first moment is actually not a scene; it's a confessional. Yeah. And it's 
a two confessionals and it's from Corbin Burnson and Stephen Baldwin are two men who are back are baby power players yeah they are back oh my god the plot line of Corbin and Stephen being back as like the vets is palpable the entire time it's hilarious like mm-hmm. they I feel like they're trying to act like they are the people to like learn from and they're right. both so bad at the game. Yeah, they are putting on a show. They love being in the position of, like, the expert. Yes. And it's like, Stephen, last season, you never even took a note. Yeah, you did You not. never even survived an elimination, Stephen. No. You had one exemption, and then the next time you went home. Yeah, you turned <laughs> down an alliance with the winner of the season. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. And Corbin was certifiably insane. <laughs> um, and but here they are. They are narrators, essentially. Uh, and so I'm going to play a quick clip uh, from this like first sort of uh, confessional from Please, Corbin and Steve and yes. our boys just yes. to set the mood of our two stars. Right. Because this is how the episode begins. Yes. Hello, old friends. We are again. <laughs> Me again. Last time, I was nuts. As you probably remember, nuts. Honestly, why did I do this? Why would Bernson and Baldwin be back for this? I think I'm a really sick person. It's too obvious you can't make them them all, but wait a second, of course you can make them them all. That's great. For Corbin and I to come back and try to participate in such a psychotic event must mean that the two of us are psychotic people (laughs) so for me personally i love the fact that this is how the mole decided to open up this season not with an explanation of what the mole is not with an explanation of anything about the show but with the idea that america was waiting on bated breath to see (laughs) them back (laughs) like they're on the edge of their couches like no way they're back yeah, it was like, like the best cold open ever. Yeah, it's like there's no one coming into the season new that hasn't seen Hawaii, is their right. assumption. Cut to cut to the chase. Cut you all know chase. what we're, we're here back. for. We're, we're here. <laughs> like, it's me again. Yeah, that's how I feel like we're handling season two of the podcast. I'm like, I don't need to explain the rules. <laughs> Corbin and Steven are back in it's it. It's true. They speak for themselves, truly. <laughs> Um, I loved especially also the part where Corbin was like talking as if he's not himself and right. he was like you can't make them the mole because they were already on it but wait yes you can right it's perfect and he did uh, that in the first season like he definitely <laughs> like steps outside of the normal yeah. like confines of how people normally like frame themselves and he like puts himself in everyone else's shoes and that's part of like why he looks insane yeah, yeah, truly. And also, it is an accurate representation of what we're all thinking. We're like, yeah. hey, are they the mole? There's yeah. no way. I mean, we both think they have zero chance of being the mole, but I'm I'm welcoming being proven wrong. Yes. Um. Okay, so anyway, they have that moment. And then Steven has a moment by himself where he says, and then the enemy. And he kind of lists through every other cast me. And mm. uh, I'm not going to play a clip of Steven doing this, but I am going to just ex- 
say the little byline that he gave for each person because I think this is a good quick recap of our cast assessment. Uh, And so Stephen introduces the enemy. He says, Dennis Rodman, a little kooky. (laughs) Angie Everhart, fiery, redhead, fellas, do I need to say anything else? (laughs) Mark Curry, hilarious. (laughs) Then he says, Keisha, too cute, too Cosby. Uh, and then we go to Ananda Lewis. Kind of like that Angie thing, but only worse. Oh, girls just like off the chain. Oh, God. Uh, and then we're going to round it out with Tracy Gold. He says, love her. I'm going to try and form a coalition with her. Mm. So stay tuned and we'll see if that comes true or not. Yeah. Um, so that was Steven's unofficial intro, but then we're going to also go right into the legit full right. intro from the show. I love that we get Steven before anything else as our narrator. Yeah, I like his quick, he, he just basically had his own cast assessment episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, I also agree, you know, that Keisha is too cute to Cosby. <laughs> um, Need I say more? Yeah. Um, but I also want to play the actual legitimate cast intro because I think it'll set the tone for a little bit of who we're about yeah. to be spending the next hour or so with. Yes. Um, and also it's fun because it's the part where they each look at the camera and say, I'm the mole. Yeah. Love that um, part. And I, yeah. So this we like to assess if we feel like anyone's outwardly lying yeah. or not. Um, and so let's give a quick listen. Yeah. Can you figure out who is the mole? Is it Stephen Baldwin, star of The Usual Suspects and Celebrity Mole Hawaii? I am the mole. Angie Everhart, supermodel and actress. Do you want me to be the mole? Mark Curry, stand-up comic and star of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I am the mole. Ananda Lewis, MTV personality and host of The Ananda Lewis Show. Oh, you know I'm the mole. Corbin Burnson, star of Major League and Celebrity Mole Hawaii. This time, I'm the ball. Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. I am the mole. Keisha Knight Pulliam of The Cosby Show. I'm the mole. Or Dennis Rodman, former NBA bad boy and actor. I am the mole of Mobile. Dennis, amazing. Oh my god, I love everyone's little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Um, I didn't think anyone really stood out as sounding too obvious of a liar. No. So they both yeah. they all got their game face. Yeah. Um, I will say how I love that the show started introing Steven and Corbin as like star of the usual suspects and, and celebrity, celebrity mole. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> This is now the biggest yeah. resume point for them. Go to their IMDb's and that's in the what they're it's known the for four. part for sure. Oh hands my god, down. I know. Oh, so that's fun. Uh, so these are our people. We're gonna now finally sink on down to. Um, we're actually gonna do a scene in Playa del Carmen, and I feel like Jackie. Huh. We thought that Yucatan was like way more like ruins and in like the jungle and i feel like we might be wrong because this entire episode is on the beach and so i don't know yeah where yucatan is but i feel like we might be wrong yeah it's totally possible um yeah 
Yucatan, the Mexican state, is known for its Gulf of Mexico beaches and mm. Mayan ruins. Okay, both. Okay, maybe Best they'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because right now we're just on the beach. Beachy. It's very Hawaii feeling still. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, easy oh, to no. mistake it for Hawaii. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, now we're on the scene. We're we're in the streets, and a mm-hmm. uh, lowrider starts playing, yes. which is great. <laughs> um, and it's like a scene of like a taxi pulling up, and it's got like a little chihuahua, like on like yeah. the you know the Dash. whatever the dashboard of the car. It's got uh, a bunch of bumper stickers, and this car pulls up. Ahmad is driving it, right. He gets out of the taxi, and there is Corbin standing there in a sailor's hat. Yeah. And he's like, it's just like a casual bro's, like, fancy seeing you down here in the Yucatan. Oh, my gosh. What are you doing? (laughs) Corbin looks like – I love Corbin, but, like, in this scene, and it's not his fault. It's, like, whatever they did for, like, production to set the scene up. He looks like such a doofus. Like, his hands are on his hips. Like, his hip is pointed out all sassy looking as Ahmad rolls up. And it's just, like, the slowest roll up. Like, they give, like, ten seconds to Corbin just standing there holding his hips while the taxi rolls up oh we basically play through the entirety of lowrider for the scene of just a mom driving a <laughs> taxi and corbin standing in a sailor's hat yeah which again like the niche throwback to celebrity mole hawaii Ahmad's like you wore that in a challenge that you lost in celebrity mole hawaii yeah yes it's like yes um, anyone watching knows <laughs> yeah like we all know you don't need to say yeah. it um and so Ahmad is basically like hey Corbin you know <laughs> you played the game last time with such heart and conviction even though you played it poorly we wanted to give you another shot uh and we're about to start with the first challenge which is called El Taxi Loco love it Yes, and so I really like this challenge, actually. Um, And so it works that Corbin is a cab driver, and he will get a card with directions from a mod, Mm -hmm. and the directions will be in Spanish with, like, one English clue, Mm -hmm. Um, and the directions will be to where another one of the teammates is, and so he needs to basically go and pick up each teammate Mm -hmm. and for every person he brings back to a mod he gets five thousand dollars um and so he has like a total of 75 minutes to try and get as many as he can yeah yeah so really quick question before we get started do you remember if corbin had a map as the driver i don't think he did they didn't show a map okay so that's kind of like a little bit to set the scene is like He's driving around this Mexican city that, like, he doesn't know, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, like, the clues of where he's supposed to go are in Spanish. Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so he's just, like, navigating without a map, without GPS. Yeah, no, there's, like, scenes of him sticking his head out the window, like, looking at street signs and, like, yelling to people. Um, But he seems like he speaks conversational Spanish a little bit in, like, the clips that we're seeing. Yeah, and a lot of them, and I'll get into them in a second, like, a lot of them are, like, cognates where they're not challenging to figure out from what they are in English. Right. Um, But, yeah, so Ahmad is, like, there will be subtle clues Right, um, just yeah. like we all knew what El Taxi was. El Taxi we, logo. Yeah, that's yeah. the level of <laughs> Spanish that we're getting into. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so Corbin hops in. Um, for some reason, Ahmad, like, trades his sailor hat 
he like had a white sailor hat on and Ahmad gives him a black sailor hat and like it's not a sailor hat it's a taxi man hat oh okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) but like I noticed in that scene (laughs) like now you're the man in black I noticed that like Corbin looked a little uncomfortable. Did you feel that? Like when he when traded, he... Corbin just looked like, "Why did you take that hat off of my head and like give me a new hat?" He definitely preferred the sailor hat. He just like, didn't seem and enthused with the new hat. He felt like he was demoted essentially. Yeah, he was like, yeah. "I was a sailor a second ago, yeah. and now I'm a taxi driver." Yeah, but it wasn't like, happy. He's the captain of this challenge. Like I don't know why they chose Corbin, yeah. but anyway, so um. So Corbin hops in. For some reason, there are also two chickens in the um, taxi. Unexplained. Unexplained. Thought they would play into the challenge. They don't. They're just there. Um, But they're fun. Carlos and Pepe. Oh, love them. (laughs) So Corbin takes a hold of the car and like he backs up like a maniac. Like he is just (laughs) like raring to go. Clearly looking like he's going to drive like pretty dangerously. Um, so his first clue is Estacion de Policia. And then the clue about the person is this not so usual suspect. So he knows it's Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) He's like, obviously my buddy is the first. Gotta go bail my buddy out. Um, so he's just like driving around and he passes a cop and he's like, oh, I should ask the cop, but he doesn't. Um, he has someone else they don't know, um, but he somehow ends up at the police station. Very quickly. He found it, yeah. And he gets yeah. Stephen Baldwin. Um, so he introduces Stephen Baldwin to the chickens, and Stephen turns to the camera and just, like, cracks up. Yeah. Like, it was so fun to watch them together. He, like, basically looks at the camera and he's like, he's you like, guys, <laughs> like, we're in it. He's like, chickens, we're here. It's so cute. He oh just, like, gosh. had pure joy. It was really fun. Um... He so, is having so much fun. So Steven. much fun. It was like really fun to watch He's Stephen Baldwin this episode. Non-stop. He definitely like he had a good time in Hawaii, but I feel like he's having a better time in mm-hmm. this. And it's really yes. like evident. Yes. And Stephen Baldwin is not a human that like, from what I know of him in the real world, at all <sighs> agree with or think is great. Right. But his his pure joy is contagious in this it's true so so great outside of the mall i couldn't tell you yeah but in this i love him um so baldwin's clue is calle corazon which is heart street and um corbin knows that he's like yeah he that's not a super easy one probably yeah but he knows it um and the person clue is don't let this fiery heartbreaker walk all over you and that's Angie Everhart. So they clearly yeah. had like a list of the eight celebrities because yeah. he knew like you wouldn't just pull these people out if you had no choices. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, let me rack my brain for anyone. humans in the entire world. Yeah. Uh, also, it's like kind of crazy that we're five minutes into the episode. Angie's name has been mentioned twice and both times the sole descriptor used for her is fiery fiery it's like we get it she, she has, has red, red hair, hair. <laughs> like, like she's a little sassy too yeah, she's I guess. also a human being y'all <laughs> i know i know yeah they can't come up with like anything to else be honest, for her though, what we're gonna see from her she's fiery she is fiery <laughs> <laughs> she's fire <laughs> and she's a heartbreaker i think like mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure um 
Okay, so so they go and they find Angie, um, and she hops in, and Corbin starts explaining the challenge, but Stephen is uh, says something else. Get in, get in. Get in. Hello. Where would you like to go to? Open your envelope. We have to pick up all seven. I have to pick up all seven of you. Introduce the chickens. I'm sorry, Carlos Pappy. This is Angie Everhard. (laughs) Steven's looking out for the chicken and the relationships. And yeah, I loved it. He loves the bit. Yeah, he he won't let it go. He committed to that bit. It was good. So Angie's clue is Estacion de Televisión. Televisión. <laughs> Televisión. So what, what would that, that be, be Tori? <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. Hanging out with this celebrity could be a spicy experience. And that is our friend Mark Curry, mm-hmm. which is a nice Our boy from Cameo. Pun. We yeah, love him. We love Marky Mark. Um, they cut to Mark Curry waiting at the TV station and he's just like, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) ABC, we need to talk. And I loved it. I was just like, I I feel like that is like the most realistic of how you would be feeling as you're starting this game. And I love how he expressed it. Yeah, he is the straight man mm-hmm. in, like, all of the confessionals yeah. where he's just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know. Um, so they're still in the car. They're driving to Mark Curry. Um, and at this point, we get a little bit of Corbin and Steven's negative sides. Mm. They start insulting Angie about being old. They say something like the chicken and her, like, what did I, what did it say, like, her and the chicken have something in common. They ain't no spring chicken, um, mm-hmm. which like doesn't make any sense. She's gorgeous. She doesn't look by any means old at all. Steven thinks you flirt like you're in second grade and you, you say mean things. They're so threatened by how hot she is. Yeah. <laughs> like they need to like poke fun at her. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, you should talk to Corbin, which like yeah. is completely the truth. Yeah, I see you in your black sailor's hat, boy. Like, not cute. Yeah. Um, So they get that over with. They find Mark. Uh, Mark's clue is Restaurante El Hot. (laughs) Like, what? I mean, that's not how you say hot in Spanish. It's not. It's, It's, uh... I know it's not that. It's been so long since I learned. It's, um... Rio is cold and... Also is tall. <laughs> oh my gosh, why is this so hard? Yeah. We'll we'll circle back if it comes yeah. to you. <laughs> circle back. Let us know in the comments if you know how to say hot in Spanish. Calor? Tango tien like it has hot heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiene calor. Tango calor. I have heat. I think you're close. I think you're right. Okay, we'll wow, go with that. Wow, maybe it's just hot. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Restaurant day El Hot. We're back. <laughs> and the person clue is not only is the food hot, but so is this celebrity who is definitely a 10 two times over. Did you understand this clue? No. I couldn't either. No. So my best guess was like, so it is Ananda Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was trying to figure out why. And they ask her her age as they find her. And I was like, does that mean she would be she's 20 or does right. that mean she would be 30? Because she's 30. 
That's why it didn't make sense to me because the clue makes it sound like she's 20, but she's not. Yeah, so I don't know if I don't understand the phrase like blank times over. Is it like 10 and then two times? Uh, or is it no. like she's like a 10 out of 10, but like they times should say two? <laughs> no, they should say 10 three times over. That is how we multiply Did they people. Mess up? Let us know in the comments how <laughs> yeah. blank times over is supposed to mean. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's Ananda Lewis and like she, she has her guard up right away. Like I, knowing her from her YouTube videos of when we did our deep dive on her, like she is herself and like I mm-hmm. saw her right away cause they ask her her age and she's like suspicious immediately. She's like, what? Like, no, I'm not telling yes. my age. And then she's like 30 and just gets in the car and like slams the door like, She's not yeah, here she's to play. Like, what's your problem? Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not just gonna give you information. Um. So she gets in her clue. Oh, I wanted oh. to pause really quickly before she got in when they were talking about they were looking for a restaurant, El Hot. Um. <laughs> this is the thing where Angie was being a little fiery. They're basically just like out the window, being like, restaurant El Hot, restaurant El Hot, and yeah. Angie just like. Is like rubbing her breasts, uh-huh. like dancing. <laughs> yeah, okay. she's waving them out the window. I yeah, I'm like, I noticed that you skipped over an important detail, Jackie, and I think you gotta get back and recap that. I'm trying to keep her a little classy, but she's fiery. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, I'm glad you brought it up. Angie is a firecracker. So. Uh, Ananda just got in the car. Her clue is Concha de Basket, uh, which is basketball court. And the clue for the celebrity is this celebrity has been rebounding his way west throughout his career. Um, They're like, Dennis, of course. Yeah. And they all are like super hyped for Dennis. You can tell that like there's some hype for him on this show. Like Mm -hmm. we're not watching it at the time of his like hype height. But it was you, big. Yeah, you can tell that Steven yes. wants to impress He's so Dennis. excited, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, intimidated. He's, yeah, like, he's oh. Nervous. Like, everyone else, he doesn't care. He's, like, acting like an idiot. But Dennis, he's, like, I want to be funny. Yeah, he's super excited. He wa- Yeah, and Dennis, like, we'll see it later. But, like, Dennis definitely has, like, a cooler, like, I don't <laughs> care feeling and it's great to watch steven like try to befriend him so um so they just start like speeding towards dennis they're they're all screaming like break the speed limit it's fine like they're clearly celebrities like in mexico they don't care right we've never felt a repercussion for anything in our lives yeah exactly um they find him there was a little disagreement between ananda and corbin ananda is very like headstrong and stubborn and so is Corbin, as we saw last season. Um, so that's an interesting dynamic that, like, we'll have to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but they find Dennis, and his clue is Joyeria Silverado. And the person clue is get your gold rush on to find this celebrity waiting on waiting out west on Av 5. Um, so at this point, like... It's Tracy Gold. It's like we have for sure only her and Keisha left. Um, there was right. gold in the clue. Yeah. And let's see. Where are we at this point? Um, there are like, I don't remember There's how like much time left. is left. Yeah. 
but yeah. they're all debating in the car like we don't know if we even have time to get Tracy because they need to circle back to Ahmad to get right. the money. Um, right, because they won't get anything if they go over time. Exactly, which is, that's tough. That's like mm-hmm. a really tough call. So um, ultimately, they make what I think is probably the right call looking at the time clock, and they mm-hmm. don't even try to get Tracy. They drive right back to um, the beach where Ahmad started with them. Um, and so at this point, like, it's really funny. They, like, get there, and they bring Keisha and Tracy out, and they're like, we had to get picked up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you left us there. Yeah, Keisha and Tracy are like, wow, great intro scene for us. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And then with that, Ahmad asks Corbin to explain what the game was to them. Like, it's like... Let's go to one of our two narrators. Yeah. Give a little formal, like, do your job, Ahmad. Yeah, Ahmad, you have barely anything to do. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, so they are all there, and they recap, um, and... I think, like, Tracy seemed like a really good sport. I don't think we get too much response from Keisha in particular, no. but Tracy's like, I wasn't there. Tracy was very know. political. Yeah. She wasn't willing to make it's a like, stance. They know. asked her, they were like, do you think the mole was at play? And yeah. she literally just went, nah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. she didn't even say a word. Yeah. She was just like, well, I wasn't there, so I'm in the dark. And I'm like, well, you should start asking people. Like, right. find out what happened. But, um... Just playing it safe, yeah. playing it safe. And to me, this challenge definitely felt like hard in itself to complete fully. That like you mm-hmm. probably didn't need to sabotage it. I don't know, but I think the first challenge. Yeah. Um. Honestly, it's probably a great ch- time for the mole to sabotage because everyone's just so on edge that they're like all over right. the place. Yeah. Um. I mean, I won't give away anything about our mole experience right. when we played the mole right. uh recently <laughs> but the first challenge was so chaotic i wasn't paying attention it to what anyone so else was doing chaotic yeah i was just like i don't want to look like an idiot what's crazy tori is that celebrity mole yucatan had half the cast of the game that you and i played like maybe it wouldn't have felt as insane <laughs> with <true>. eight people <laughs> so many people to keep track of your adrenaline's running like starting the game officially and Yeah, it's hard to pay attention to anything. Truly. Tiny little footnote is that Mm -hmm. while they're all recapping all together on the beach, um, the height difference between Keisha and Dennis (laughs) is like a whole person. It's crazy. I mean, it's just like she's a petite woman and he's a basketball star. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the only other thing that stood out to me. I was like, oh, she's so cute. And he's very, very tall. (laughs) I can't figure out Dennis Rodman Mm-mm. yet I cannot get a real good Same. grasp on him because he seems at this point and we'll talk more about it as we go into yeah. the later scenes to not care uh-huh I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts about him right yeah. now <laughs> so it's interesting we'll get we'll get into it as they come yes, up but yes. anyway um all right so the challenge ends and then we open up they're like at the beach chilling like probably eating lunch or something mm-hmm. And Ahmad has all of the journals lined out in a line. Um, And they're all numbered, like, one through eight. And he basically tells them, you grab a journal. Everyone grab a journal. This is for you. Um, 
And I love that also in this moment, like everyone's paying attention. Ahmad is like giving his speech and Dennis is like reading a magazine, like barely <laughs> listening. And they're like, you have to get a journal. And he like closes the magazine, <laughs> like gets a journal. He's like not even. He does not care really. Yeah. Yeah. He's above um, it. Oh gosh. So Ahmad like explains how the journals work. He's like, this is your journal. You know, you keep your notes in it. You want to be paying attention to everything. Like, if you're thinking about where you were sitting in the car in the first mm-hmm. challenge, you want to write down that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. all these little details are going to be things that are on the quiz mm-hmm. um, later. And boy, is that true. They right. get incredibly detailed in yeah, the quizzes. They do. Um, so, and so everyone just starts immediately writing notes. Um, Stephen Baldwin is actually taking notes this time. Yeah. So we've improved. He's taking um, it seriously. Yeah, in his first season, I think he just wrote "Nothing Matters" in the book. So we're yeah, we're getting better. And then I don't know if you were about to talk about this, but like one of the biggest things that they're taking notes on is what number journal everyone has, which really shot me right back to the game that we played. Because as soon as we got that, everyone around the room was like what journal are you like what's your name what's your like age where are you from like it was like and it was basically half an hour of 16 people (laughs) sitting in a room frantically going wait whose journal number 12 wait wait who has journal number two (laughs) like looking back like well first of all you never want to be like the leader in that type of situation like Mm -hmm. the mole it doesn't matter as much but like thinking about survivor you never want to like take control of the group that early but like looking back I'm like we could have just been like let's go in a circle and like everyone just say their things and we all write it down at the same time because we're going to get that information but instead (laughs) we are going to go about this the worst way possible yeah so that really shot me back Right, because there's no way that when somebody's like, hey, wait, what journal number are you? That, like, you're saying, lying about your name or your age right. or what journal this you have. This is, like, and so- basic info that, like, will be correlated to, like, options on the quiz. Like, you can't lie about, like, yes. your name or your age. You, well, you could. No, but, yeah. Right. You but aren't anyway, at this point. It's like, can't you just print out this information yes. and give us all a memo? Give me a journal and- with, a, yeah, an outline in the beginning yeah. of everyone. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, Oh, something that I love um, is so Corbin is like sitting there. Everyone's writing down the journal numbers. And Corbin has a moment where he really steps in as a vet and decides to like give everyone like like a little tip, I'd (laughs) say. So here it is. I'm going to help everybody right now. What was the number of the taxi? 151. Good. (laughs) <laughs> I just so like holier than now. He's Good. like, okay, let's see how well you all were we'll paying everyone. attention, students. <laughs> Who noticed the taxi number? <laughs> and he was like ready to make them all look like a fool. Yeah. And immediately Ananda's like 151. Ananda is like, I'm a good student. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she is like... Corbin's like female other half. Yeah, it's yeah, good. she's definitely like in the front row in class with her yes. arm raised, like ready to <laughs> prove the teacher wrong. She's yeah. like, mm, actually, yeah, that is her. Oh uh, amazing. And then we have like a scene where it seems like Corbin's really egging into like the perception of him, though, where he just starts going like really crazy. There's like a painting of a goldfish on the wall, and he's like, You see that goldfish? Does yeah. that mean Tracy Gold? And they just have like fun. He's egging it right, on right. where he's like, ah, I'm the crazy clue man. Yeah. Which, I mean, 
if you're Corbin, that's a great strategy. It's to true. be honest, is just go into the perception that people have of you from last season. So and I give him credit for that. And this is me being generous. Yeah. And I think like doing that is like, again, maybe that's just naturally who he is. And he like cannot help going after like the goldfish on the wall. But like it is kind of a good sport to like play into like that crazy like side mm-hmm. of you again. For sure. And Steven's like the ringleader and like being like, ah, Corbin, he's crazy, everyone. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, they have that scene. And then we're going to immediately get into the introduction of the next challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Amon tells the group that he needs them to pick the two best salespeople of the group. Uh, And so they pick Mark Curry and Corbin Bernson. Which is fine. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. Nothing against it, yeah. Yeah. It, um, and so, anyway, Ahmad takes Mark and Corbin away. Um, and, well, he doesn't take them away just yet for a season of the challenge. He says, the <laughs> Are they in the called, room or not? <laughs> yeah. The, the challenge is called Artifact or Fiction. Ooh, good um, one. And so, the two salespeople each get to pick an unusual artifact, and one is real and one is fake. And they'll each have one minute to convince the group that their artifact is real. If the group can properly suss out who is lying, they will get $10,000 added to the pot. If they cannot properly suss out who the liar is, then they won't get the money in the pot. And also the liar will get an exemption. Yeah. So if they get an exemption, then they can't be eliminated this episode. Right. Um, so Ahmad now he's like, All right, come on, boys, we're going back. <laughs> and I love he's like, You guys have sales experience, right? And in my head it's like, No, that's Eric von Detten Ahmad. Yeah. He's our salesman. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh Eric can do everything. Yeah. Um And I so- think was it Kathy Griffin had like child furniture store retail? Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone else well, had, like, really made weird furniture. I th- yeah. yeah. Kathy did have something like clothing store. Yeah. Anyway. Some normal doesn't person matter. Job. Yeah. She's a woman <laughs> of the people. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, Mark and Corbin go and they pick their items. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're given 10 minutes to like sit with their item and to get their Sorry. pitches together. Yeah, go. I just thought of the Spanish word for hot. Oh, what is it? Caliente. Caliente. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. Oh my gosh, Thank that God. is it. That was like, oh man, I got to do What's Duolingo. What's calor then? Calor might be heat. Yeah. But not hot. Yeah, because it's like tango no calor because it's kind of like. Yeah, I think it's yeah, single We're just like, going to move uh-huh. past this because yeah. I don't want to focus on yeah. how wrong I probably no, was. No, I, what I, it I couldn't believe be. how I couldn't remember the word hot. <laughs> I'm so glad you remember Like, we both that. took Spanish in college. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just been a while. Okay. Um, all right. So, anyway, <laughs> Mark and Corbin, they each get 10 minutes with their artifact um, to get their pitches together. And what is ridiculous to me is, like, I thought the challenge was going to be like you're going to get this object and like you have 10 minutes to make up Mm -hmm. the story of what the artifact is. Yeah. But they're both literally given page scripts of what the artifact is. I thought that was weird too because it's like now at this point they just need to like rehearse. Yeah. Like 
convincingly. That's exactly. it. Exactly. They're they giving a script anything. and just need to read it. It's yeah. like they're actors. Yeah. This is like ridiculous. The whole fun is that making it up. That would have been way more fun. And that's, I feel like also this is important context for when yeah. we see how they perform. Because totally. they're given a script and have 10 minutes to read it. Yeah. Um, and so totally. anyway, Corbin goes first and his item, I'm not going to play a clip from him, but his was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like a big gourd. Mm-hmm. And he says, this is obviously a gourd. The Mayans would use it to make a tequila, tequila with agave. They would like put the tequila in there and ferment it and mm-hmm. like pack it with mud. And then after a while, take it out and it would be like even stronger than regular tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, and Corbin like presents it pretty smoothly, mm-hmm. says his his spiel. Yeah. Uh, and then Mark goes and... I want to play Mark's pitch to the group just mm-hmm. so y'all can get a feel of like what the challenge was. Yeah. And for context, Mark's item is a stone. It's a piece. It's a stone that is shaped like a penis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just to establish. I was like, well, there's no visuals in the audio clip. So yeah. I guess I'll just put that out there up front. Ready? All right. <clears throat> This is an ancient Mayan fertility piece that was given to um, the son-in-law to his new, I mean, the father to his new son-in-law. It represented that they would have a, um, a lot of kids and that uh, the father approved of, of this son. It was wrapped in moss, maize, or whatever you call it, the corn. They would put this piece here, which represented the family name. It, it was molded in the family, so each family, you know, you knew who it was. You know, like, this is it. Ancient Mayan fertility piece. <laughs> like stumbly. Yeah, fertility. Yeah. yeah. Stumbly to me. To me, yeah. and I know I didn't play Corbin for comparison here, but I mean, Corbin's was so much better and well put together. No, totally. As I was watching it before we even knew the verdict, um, and I won't say the verdict yet, but my notes were like Corbin's details in his story and delivery, he was very convincing. And mm-hmm. Mark was not just all yeah. over the board. Mark was like, I, I couldn't get not. a real good sentence there <laughs> no. from uh, Mark at all. Yeah, I did like though his mannerisms. He had similar mannerisms to them. What he put in the cameo he just sent us. Yeah. Like he did this thing where he was like, and then you know, and that's <laughs> yeah. literally what he did in the cameo. I though. do like his performance, like details. Yeah, it's true. That's how. It, yeah, I like him. Uh, fun um, guy. So yeah, so they just did their performances, and at this point, the other six people have five minutes to discuss and take a vote on who they think was telling the truth and who they think, or who they think has a real artifact. Um, so Stephen immediately like takes hold of the situation and is the moderator. Like with Corbin Where is gone, his sailors with at? Corbin gone, Stephen is like, I'm the leader now. Yeah. Um, and I noticed like something, it kind of bummed me out. Like Keisha had started immediately like launching into like kind of a well thought out like thing about what she believed. And Steven was just like, okay, next. And pointed over to Angie and I got a little sad. It's, it really resonates so deeply (laughs) because she's just very, she's more mild mannered and 
Yeah, and those kind of people easily get spoken over by the loudest voice in the room. Exactly. You know, not that I know what that feels like at all personally. (laughs) (laughs) Women in tech, not at all that we know. Yeah, no. (laughs) I've never once felt like the man with the louder voice would take control. (laughs) No, I always feel like I get my chance to be heard. Um, So, yeah, so Uh, Keisha says something. And then we get to Angie. Yeah, we'll never know, unfortunately. (laughs) And Angie is like, so, guys, yesterday I went shopping with my sister and I almost bought something. Hard pause (laughs) right there. Are there families with them? I don't know. I was like, did she travel here yesterday night? Or, yeah, is their family here with them? I don't know. It just seems like, are they waiting off screen for you to hang out when you're not filming? I took it more as, like, the timing perfectly worked out. The travel was, like, she was able to shop yesterday. But yours makes more logistical sense. Yeah. That, like, someone would just be there with her in her downtime. We'll see. All right. Sorry. I would love to know. No, you're fine. (laughs) Um, So she's like, I was shopping with my sister yesterday, and I bought something that I almost bought something that is identical to Mark's penis <laughs> artifact <laughs> because it looked like a penis. I almost bought it. Um, and Ananda is like, but they t- did they tell you that story about fertility? And Angie's like, yeah, they said it was a fertility piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like most of what they're able to talk about. At one point, mm-hmm. Ananda is like, I'm pretty sure that, like, they made tequila with, like, the root and not the gourd. Like, she's trying to get, like, very yeah. nitty-gritty about, like, the detail of the story. Um, ultimately, Stephen taking charge quizzes everyone around for their verdict. Dennis has said nothing, by the way. He's in this <laughs> no, group. Not contributed. He's hanging back, doesn't care. Um, Leaning back, basically yeah. says, I don't care whatever yeah. y'all want. <laughs> he does not care. Um, so they all, like... There was a divide at first, but Angie is so convincing that they all switch to um, that Corbin is lying mm-hmm. uh, or he doesn't have the real artifact. Yeah. Um, I love how yeah. sassy Ananda is, though, because yeah. they're like, well, you know, we'll find out like soon enough. We'll find out a lot about Mark and Corbin mm-hmm. and Ananda's like, and Angie. Yes. Yeah. She's <laughs> like really putting a pin on yeah. her. It's fine. Yeah, no, Ananda is playing. I love that she's, like, not holding those thoughts back. Um, so, yeah, they all say Corbin oh, is... The, oh, one yeah. more thing I wanted to say yeah. about the huddle um, was that, uh, and not to compare it to Celebrity Mall Hawaii, but <laughs> in Celebrity Mall Hawaii, um, so we had, you know, Stephen was on that cast, and we had Fred, Frederick Vanderwall, yeah. who mm-hmm. was the supermodel of mm-hmm. that cast, and I felt like that season, the dynamic was Steven being, like, overtly gross and ogling, yeah. like, Fred, but Fred not giving it the time of day. Right. And this season, that role is obviously filled by Angie, mm-hmm. you know, like, the hot supermodel. Right. And she is equally playing back, she where she's, is. like, being very sexual in her innuendos and, like... Going back and forth with Steven. Yeah. yeah. I forget the exact line in the they, huddle that... Yeah, they had a moment where, like, they were taught. She was saying that she went shopping and she saw the thing, and and Stephen was like, and it looked just like Like Mark's thing. Yeah, and she's like, well, yeah, I don't know. And then they both like share a laugh over it, like just 
Stephen and Angie. I know I noticed that too. And I was like, I know at this point that Stephen is married. Yeah. I don't remember Angie's marital status, but uh, I don't think she was. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's, she's matching Stephen. It makes me nervous because I think that when that tried to happen last season, we had Fred to just turn it down. Yeah. And this season, I'm like, oh, please don't make us sit through she's this. She's going to crank it up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it might be worse this season. <laughs> you know, like, but she's fiery. What yeah, are we gonna do? She's fiery. She's a heartbreaker. Um, so they all they all agree that Corbin is not holding the real artifact. Um, and they officially submit that as their vote, but it turns out that they were wrong. Um, Corbin had the real artifact, which if you were watching, wasn't that surprising. Corbin's story just makes a lot of sense. Um, and so Mark gets an exemption because they didn't think he was lying. Um, it's crazy when you think about it. Corbin was given a literal object and Mark was given a stone penis. And they were like, that one's real. Yeah, exactly. And so Angie, we cut to a confessional from her and she's like, um, my strategy for this game was to go in and make people think I'm the mole. And so I came up with that shopping story and it never happened. And I think it's working. So she just like overtly lied about the shopping yeah. story, but convinced so many people. And yeah, I think people are probably like really upset with her. Right yeah, now it. it was so bold and that's a legitimate strategy that so many people do mm-hmm. right like i want them to think i'm the mole yeah. i mean when we played it felt like everyone was doing that right, right. like to the point where everyone's acting like the mole and it's so impossible to tell based on just behavior itself but it's like angie girl you still need people to like want to work with you exactly and, like, not hate you and yeah you need more than just steven on your side <laughs> in yeah. this game so huh. um so yeah that was that yeah um all right so now that we're done with that challenge we will get into the car rides heading back to the hotel I love that and the we always car love rides are like their own scenes it's like they always yeah. include car rides every episode forms a follows a similar format and it's like challenge lunch challenge car, car ride, ride dinner 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 is important <laughs> dinner in the but hotel these car rides are important for that's sure that's like where we the only place we get like strategy talk is on a <laughs> car ride yeah um. uh, so anyway car ride and we split into <laughs> two cars and in the first car we have steven dennis mark angie and keisha and they're just chattering away. Steven says he knows who the mole is. Steven's like, I know without a doubt yeah. who the mole is. Remember this line in a hot minute. Uh-huh. Um, and Dennis straight face goes back to him. And it's just like, it's literally impossible to tell this early. Like, oh, wait, who he, said you said Dennis said? Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. He's a straight faced person in this. Yeah. Um, and so then Angie's kind of going back and saying, like, oh, it's you, Steven. You wouldn't have come back a second time. It's probably in your contract. Yeah. Um, and so then Angie's like, Dennis, what do you think? Like, trying to engage him in the conversation. Yeah. Give us uh, something. And Dennis says, I don't give a fuck. I told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's bold. He does not and, care. 
no, but then he says something interesting when he says, all I want to do is just get to the final three and then win a million dollars. And it's like, to get to the final three and win, you need to know who the goal is. I think at this point, like, based on some stuff from our cast assessment, like, he doesn't know yet what this game is. Yeah, he doesn't know about the quiz. He doesn't Mm -mm. know about the format. Um, yeah, he's I think just he kind of like, like if a I boat. don't lose a challenge, then I'm still right. in it. Like I don't know yeah. what he's thinking. Right, I don't think he knows that he needs to deduce things mm-hmm. and like take observational notes. Yeah, so it's he'll fun. be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, um, anything, nothing really substantial out of that car. And then we get a sh- quick scene in the second car, which is Corbin, Angie, and Ananda, mm-hmm. and um. There's really no strategy talk going on in this car, but I will play a little clip of uh, Corbin engaging the ladies and telling them how good they have it. (laughs) You just have to be lucky for one thing. Not in the car with Steven. (laughs) Dog. Doggy dog, 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 dog. You can back up a little bit, dog. 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 Dog, congratulations. (laughs) Dog, you just drooled on yourself. It was such a time for dog. Yeah, it's 2004, people. (laughs) Amazing. Dog. So good. It's 2004 and Stephen Baldwin is like in his mid-30s and we're here for it. And Corbin Birdson is like his slightly older mentor and is calling Mm -hmm. him out. He's like, doggy dog, 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 dog. He's like, oh, sorry about the kids these days. Like, sorry, he's a fool. He's like, us adults think really hard and strategically about this game while kids are just out having fun. throwing out dog left and right. (sighs) All right, so... That's the extent of that strategizing yeah. we get, but it does lead to a little bit more. We get a postcar scene, which mm-hmm. I this is very rare that this we get a, a postcar scene where we actually get a hotel scene. Hotel scenes Ugh, are hotel so scenes rare. Hotel scenes are even better than car scenes. Yes. I dare to say it. I agree because people aren't uh, feeling motion sickness and they yeah. can travel on their feet and they can go and where they want. We don't just have that horrible footage of them in the car. Yeah. We get. Uh, it's people yeah, the, choosing who to talk to, not just like yes. what car are they in. Oh gosh, I love a good hotel scene, <laughs> and this is a good one. Um, and it's like Stephen. They like show him like tiptoeing, and yeah. he like knocks on a door, and it is Tracy Gold. Love um, it. and so we get like a, a you know confessional where Stephen's saying that he really wants to form a coalition this season. Mm-hmm. The first time he played, he didn't care at all about coalitions, and he was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw how successful Kathy and Eric Von Detten's coalition was to get them to the end, and Stephen wants to try that out this yeah. time. Yeah, it's big of him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so he wants to form a coalition with Tracy Gold. Um, And then there's a confessional of Tracy, and she says, like, if anyone asks me why I joined a coalition with Stephen Baldwin, like, I'm going to have to tell them it's just because he's the only one who asked me. (laughs) So she's like, I want it to be clear. I didn't choose this. Yeah, like, I just wanted to play. I was desperate. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, So... Then just to give an insight into like the level of strategy that their coalition is putting out so far, <laughs> um, let's get a clip of like the, the deep strategy. Yeah. 
Who do you think it is? Jason, you came to me. Let me ask you. This is what I was wearing. Who do you think it is? Keisha, Dennis, or Corbin? Who do you think it is? I thought it was Ananda, Ananda, or Mark. Why? What makes you think it's Dennis? Because it could be anybody. Tracy's like scholastic, you know, very observant, very cerebral. She's everything I'm not. This is so wild. See, what did I say at the beginning of this? Before you revealed to me who you thought it was, I said we think opposite. So if we start to deduce, mm -hmm. if I say why I think this and that, and you say why you think that and that and that, we can, we can, I'll see you later. How you doing, babe? You all right? What's happening? I'm good. There you go. Look at the camera. These cameras. Just having some fun with the camera. There you go. Just a minute, honey. Put your clothes on. <laughs> Behave. I'm in there with the maid, naked. Are you? Mind your business. I'm all right. What's happening, camera crew? Huh? All right, dog. Okay. Dog. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. To explain so what happened much. at the end there was, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. But Stephen and Tracy were having their conversation, like, around one corner. And then they hear Mark. And so Stephen freaks out. And he's like, I got to go. Yeah. And he like, goes down the hallway and plays it off. Like, I'm just hanging out with the camera. It's totally cool and casual. <laughs> and, like, Mark's like, oh, cool. Like, I don't uh, think Mark cares at all, by the way. Like, he's <laughs> just got, like... He's just like hanging out, like he's making jokes that like he has a woman in, the his, maid room. in his room. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love this coalition between oh, these so two. Good. It's so good. I love that Steven is like trying to use smart words for Tracy. He's like, yeah. if we can deduce <laughs> yeah. you and I. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole premise in his mind of the coalition and why he chose Tracy was because he got into his head that he should pick somebody that's opposite than right. him. And he was like, Tracy's smart, and I'm not. And It's that's... a good move on his part. <laughs> yeah. Super so, agree with his logic. Again, like, uh, he's got so... potential. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's amazing. It's like, who do you think it is? I said, who do you think it is? Yeah. And then they just list every single castaway. Everyone that's not them. <laughs> Besides, who did they skip? Did they skip... Um, Corbin? They skipped, they skipped no. Corbin, I think. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They I don't listed know. almost They listed everybody, nearly honestly. everyone but one. Um, yeah. So I think funny. they didn't list Angie. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that, and then also they're like, why do you think it's that person? And they're like, I don't know. Why do you think it's yeah. that person? And he's just so intense up in her face. Yeah. It's like really, really yeah. good. Oh um, my gosh. But I do love it because they are probably the two most opposite uh, personality-wise. So yeah. I hope that we get some more good content from yeah. these two. I want more from this coalition for sure. So um, after the hotel scene, people are getting ready for the dinner scene, which... Big part of the night. Big part of the night. Every once in a while, you get a makeup room scene. Which oh, is... I would dare say not every once in a while. I would dare say this a once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> once a season, if you're lucky, you get a makeup room scene before and to, dinner. In, in the same episode, to get a car scene, a hotel scene, and a makeup yeah. room scene, I'm we are loving the Ooh. variety of how they're using yeah. their resort and What's gonna their come drive. Um, it's so good. <laughs> So, in the makeup room tonight, we have Keisha, and Ahmad opens the door, and she's just sitting getting her makeup done in this room, 
and he just jumps in in front of her face and he's like you picked a lucky journal today number two is lucky and we're gonna play a game that Uh, only you and i know about it's like yeah kind of crazy kind of creepy (laughs) so this game that Amad is presenting to Keisha is called Moon Over Yucatan. Uh. <laughs> so um, the object of the game, and again, only Keisha and Ahmad can know about this tonight, <laughs> is that she needs to convince some of the other players to take a nighttime swim with her after dinner. She mm-hmm. can't say that it's a game. Mm-hmm. Um, for every player that she gets in the water, she gets $2,000. Mm-hmm. But if anyone for the pot, not for just the for pot, her personally, <laughs> sorry for the pot. Yeah, this is still a show where they're trying to earn money in a pot. I feel like this season they care a little more about the money than in Hawaii, but it's hard Hopefully. to say. Um, if anyone goes skinny dipping, Keisha gets an exemption. Mm-hmm. So at this point, like I was watching it and I put this note before even seeing the rest of the scene. Um, can it be her that skinny dips and right. she gets the exemption? Like there were a lot of questions that I had about like the official rules. I don't know. Yeah, the rules. Well, the one clarity that they did make one clarification was that both for the person to just be in the water, it had to be both Two feet, feet had to be yeah. submerged. That was so it. That's pretty basic. Pretty basic. To get feet submerged. Yeah. You easy. Can, yeah, exactly. You're not swimming. That's not a swim, as he phrases yeah. it. He's yeah, like, take no, a no, nighttime no. swim. That's not yeah. a swim. That's a walk along the sand, and, like, the tide goes up a little higher than you thought. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, but, yeah, I don't know about the skinny dip. I don't know. So, um... I do love. I like that it's a secret challenge. I though, do because too. again, it's different. We're we're playing around with um the game this time, and I like that it's with Keisha because we get some good like insight into her that we hadn't had yet, and it's really fun. and we finally give her a chance to speak. Yes. And I love <laughs> give that. Give her a confessional, please. Yes. So she has until midnight that night to make progress on this. Um. So they start dinner, the dinner scene. Oh, doesn't it feel like a little bit like impractical jokers ask yeah. you? Like, yes, because she's the only person like, yeah. and Ahmad is like the person whispering in her ear of like, you need to do this or else yeah. you fail. Yeah. Um. So they start dinner and it's 930, um, which is late mm-hmm. to start a dinner. Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. Yeah, but they're all having fun. They're having drinks. Um. The, the edit starts to show that like the time is passing. It's now ten thirty p.m. and they're all still at dinner. They haven't they didn't gone even, up. I don't even think they got their. They didn't even get their yet food at this point. To yeah. clarify, and Ahmad it's is 10, like, 10, "It's 10. getting late." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Do you want me to play a clip? Oh yes, sorry, I don't yeah. know which ones oh, we have. I have. Yeah, I have basically this entire scene. Please, 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 please. Uh, okay, cool. Here we go. Okay. It was a very festive atmosphere at dinner. However, dinner ended up taking so long that it just totally threw a monkey wrench in my plans. Getting late. Mr. Rashad, he kept the whole time. It's time. I have to get away from this table and make someone come with me. I'm not feeling too well right now. You don't feel well? 
Well, I think I'm going to go take a walk. During dinner, you're going to take a walk? I'll be right back. By the time you come back, everybody's going to be through. You want to take a walk with me to make sure that I'm not doing anything mole? I would like to just have my pescadora Romeo. You okay? Everyone really thought I was sick. I really wasn't. Emodium? No, I had some Tums now, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so amazing. So good. So good. First of all, one, faking that you have a stomach ache so smart mm -hmm. you need to get up you need some air like this is like this is their first or second night together like so smart to just like you know she looked super convincing that she just like needed a break um, i love that so good i love that she calls him mod she calls him mr ashad first <laughs> oh. of all which i can't handle she's like i'm mr ashad whoa yeah He's doing her no favors. Like, I want to call interference on this challenge. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? By the time He sounds like a little tipsy. He's like, yeah. by the time you get back, everyone's going to be through. <laughs> um, he is playing hot and cold. He's like, it's getting late. Yeah. He's like, why are you getting up? He's loving it. I wish I could be a mod in this scene. He has a role to play, yeah. and he's happy. Honestly, I like Ahmad this season. I mean, I never disliked Ahmad, but, like, he's having a lot of fun, I feel like, this episode, mm -hmm. and it's it's good to yeah. see. Um, he's comfortable. He's got his he's boys. Yeah, he's like, um, I can do this job. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I forget where the next clip we're going to play picks up. Um, yeah. I can explain Not a little bit more. Yeah, give us a little okay, bit of a great. setup. So, um, so Keisha got up from her, like, stomach ache story and she gets angie to go on a walk with her to the beach um they get there and angie actually immediately pulls up a lounge chair and puts her feet in the water like unprompted mm -hmm. she yeah. just like is yeah. the one leading this now right. um then they cut back over to dinner and they show that it's 11 30 now oh my gosh they're like kind of still eating and just like drinking and hanging out and um, Keisha comes back and she pulls over Mark Curry. And mm -hmm. I think that was a good call on her part to try and work Mark Curry. Right person to go yeah, for. Yeah, he seems like kind of tired, kind of tipsy. Like he's mm -hmm. ready to hang out. Um, so she grabs him and starts pulling him over to the beach. And she's like trying to get him to come into the water for her 2K. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's where we'll yeah. play the clip now. Great. So we have the Great. three of them down at the beach. <laughs> I'm on the beach. These two ladies want to get in the water. And so I just kind of edged them on. I'm a man. What can I say? Yeah, I get in there man. butt naked we and swim all the way to the end back. I dare you. Huh? I dare you. Okay, I might do that. You never know. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. What you Take it off. These ladies want to go swimming. They want to skinny dip. They want to, they want to pull me in. Do it. I have no qualms I about doing anything. I don't believe you have anything. the cojones. I can't let nobody face you here. Honestly, I thought it was going to be Mark that was going to do it. But then Angie was like, I'll do it if you one, do it. You're the one who came up with it, so it's on you. So I was like, okay, well, let's go. But I was like, okay, I am not about to take my clothes off right here on this beach in front of everyone. Dive in, Keisha. I found a towel, and I wrapped the towel around me. All right, fellas. Things could be getting hot here. There you go. And I thought Ahmad Rashad had the good job. And took my clothes off and went in the water with a towel. And then she took everything off. There you go. Throw it here, right here. 
we were in the water and did not have our clothes on. I should get double the money for that one, honestly. How's the water, ladies? Turn around, Angie. Look at that moon. Isn't it beautiful? All the moons, matter of fact, that I saw was beautiful. That's only in Mexico you can see three moons on one night. Now, I think this is a whole nother show, guys. We can sell it to the Playboy channel. Let's give a big kiss, girls, to each other. I'll never watch the Cosby show the same way again, I can tell you that. This is why it aired at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. It should have aired at midnight yeah. back then. Also, oh my God. right, the first thing that I can't get over is the difference between what Mark is saying in confessional and then what he's saying in the actual footage. Yeah. Like in the confessional, he's like, I was just hanging out at the beach and the <laughs> ladies wanted to go skinny dipping and I don't know. And then in real life, he's like, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> like throw it here. Like give a kiss. It's oh like Mark. Yeah, it was... It was some late night footage that I feel like mm, he maybe didn't expect to be a challenge highlighted in the episode. (laughs) He (laughs) He thought this was going to be a secret scene. This won't make the show. This (laughs) is a fun after hour. It's midnight. (laughs) I'm drunk. (laughs) Crap! I I didn't expect this to be a highlighted scene. But I also felt like. When they first dragged him over, Keisha again did, like, a masterful job of kind of, like, setting the mood. She was like, you don't have the cojones. And she was like, take it off. Like, kind of dancing. Like, she had a really good balance between, like, getting people there and then, like, trying to push it ever so, like, slightly forward in a playful way. Mm -hmm. And I was very impressed with her. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. She did good. And you could tell, like, she didn't want to be the one doing it herself. No. And sh- so she just made it work. She got the right people there, for sure. So I guess Ugh. it did. So she got, like, 6,000 because it was three people. She counted in that um, of her mm-hmm. feet in the water. And she gets an exemption because two people, herself included, and Angie, um, skinny dipped. So yeah. she is safe for the next exemption. Super impressive. And so now crazy. what's wild is so there are eight total contestants. Now two people are exempt. Uh, we that's have Keisha crazy. exempt and Mark exempt. And then one person is the mole. Yeah. Odds so that are means not good. Yeah, for your first night to have those odds of one in five that's shot of going home, that sucks. That's really, really tough. That's because there's nothing to go on yeah. at first. Yeah, that sucks. They should have done one exemption at most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what you gonna do? What you gonna do? That's the name of the um, game. Something that I love is the next scene is now another dinner, and it's dinner the next <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, what were they doing that day? <laughs> yeah, shopping with their they sisters. Got a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's just again, and this is where the DVD would come in handy for the secret mm-hmm. scenes because in Hawaii, in the secret scenes, we would get like a fun secret scene where they had the day off, and Corbin was like. I made necklaces out of shells that reminded me of each of you. I wish and we had secret scenes. Can yeah. someone, can ABC put out a DVD soon? Ugh. Right. And so this is the kind of content that we're missing of what they did on their day off. But what were they doing anywho, all day? it's dinner the next night. Mm-hmm. And this is when Ahmad reveals what 
uh, Keisha's challenge was in the game and right. the whole the whole spiel, everything that yeah. happened. And Angie's like, are you kidding me? Like, she didn't even <laughs> need to convince me. That's not right. Yeah. You should have to work for an exemption, which is totally true. Yeah. And she's basically like, I willingly wanted she to do this. She did it on her own accord, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the way that we are going into this quiz, we're at $31,000 in the pot. Pretty good. So decent showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and five people will be vulnerable, but everyone will take the quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting is last season in Hawaii, they literally showed us yes. every single question <laughs> of the quiz. And in this season, they don't. They cut it. <laughs> Which is for the best, honestly. Totally. It because, makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't good content. It was basically 10 questions and it'd be like, who was standing to the left of the mole yeah. during the, you know, artifact or fiction challenge? Right. and. It's stuff that just wasn't engaging and also literally impossible for us to know. Because we didn't see it, yeah. Because they wouldn't show that footage on the shows. They still at the time were like advertising, if you want to take the quiz as well, you can go to abc.com slash the mole. So like they were still making it available, but I like that they were Mm -hmm. saving some screen time for like more interesting stuff. For the car scenes and the hotel scenes. The hotel scenes. (laughs) The dinner (laughs) scenes particularly. Uh, good call producers um so anyway they go and they start taking the quiz we get like a few different confessionals as they're taking the quiz Mm -hmm. from the people kind of saying where their heads at and who they're going for um dennis is like going for corbin and steven because he's like you know one of them has to be the mole otherwise why would they be back he's like i'm already having a miserable time (laughs) mine would come back (laughs) um and Corbin and Steven are both worried about Dennis. Yeah. Either they think he could be the mole and just be hard to figure out, or if not, they're just like, he's not really grasping what this is and we're worried. Yeah, it's so funny to hear that from them because it's like, yeah. it takes one to no one. Like, yeah. They're like, in Dennis, I see a younger version yeah. of myself. <laughs> um, And so uh, Ananda is like very much being like, Angie's story about the finding the replica right. shopping like is crazy. Right. Um Which Angie it, has her eyes. It is, but it's like in that moment, like it felt so obvious as like the mm-hmm. biggest sabotage of the episode that it's like thinking back to our game, like I would feel so uncomfortable basing my votes off of like this one early thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'd be I so I mean, scared. I feel like yeah, I feel like in the first quiz, to, nobody goes all in on yeah, one person. You, have you split to go it with up. Odds, yeah, yeah, you go with your best odds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and then, um, who else is worried? Oh, Angie has her eye on Keisha because she thinks Keisha's been very quiet. Um, Much like and that's, <laughs> Eric yeah. Von Detten. Yeah, he's again, quiet. Another quiet one. Yeah, but Eric did really well, and he on wasn't the mole his season. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. and that's really it. Then we're going to get ready for the execution. Yeah. Um, Tori, did you want to, so I know we were introducing a new piece to the quiz. Do yeah. you want to do we that for the execution? Okay. okay. You introduce it. Cause it was your idea. Okay. It's really good. Um, new segment alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, because in Hawaii, we tried to take the quiz along with yeah. them, which was just really hard for all the reasons we just stated right um and so we have a new segment in place of the quiz where each episode jackie and i (laughs) will write a question a quiz question for each other yeah 
um, to try to quiz each other and see how well we were paying attention oh to the episode and little details. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if we're like on the same page here because we didn't really coordinate right. or like we'll this will be a test to see yeah. where we're if we're you know on the same level yeah. here. Um, I did a multiple waters. choice question for you. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't, but mine okay. inherently will have like a finite option. So, okay. Do you want to? Do you want me to ask? You I'll go ask first. first. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my quiz question for you is: In the first scene, we saw the taxi pulling up. Yes. Uh, you know the lowrider was playing. Yes. And um, featured in this scene were several shots of different bumper stickers on the taxi. <gasps> And I want you to tell me which bumper sticker was not okay. on the taxi. So I'm going to list <laughs> four bumper this. stickers. Okay. And you need to tell me which one was I'm going to write them down so I can okay. read them. <laughs> okay. The first one is mole on board. Okay. The second one is honk if you love a mod. <laughs> the third one is will break for celebrities. Uh-huh. And the fourth one is proud parent of a celebrity mole. Okay. Which bumper sticker was not on the taxi? Okay. I know that mole on board and will break for celebrities or whatever for celebrities were on the taxi. I remember those. Okay. So it's either honk if you love a mod or proud parent of a celebrity mole. Yeah. It's either one of those. And both are crazy. Um, because <laughs> no one is technically a parent in this mm. taxi of a celebrity mole that we know of, but honk if you love a mod is crazy <laughs> as well. <laughs> I love this. Oh man, let's say I'm gonna say honk if you love a mod was not on the taxi. That is incorrect. No! That was on the taxi. Oh, uh, my God. The correct answer was D, proud parent of a celebrity wow. mole was not on the taxi. That got me because that's, like, such a prime content for mm. a bumper sticker. It's like, this is my family and, like, proud parent of an honor roll student. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Honk if you love a mod. <laughs> I know. Love it. I also just love that he was driving it at first. And he was like, that's yep. amazing. Oh, good question. Good question. Okay. Uh. I think mine is a similar enough uh, question. I think we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we're like, how weird did you get? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, my question is, throughout the whole episode, how many people did we see smoking cigars? Oh, wow. I know, it's longer. (sighs) Okay, how many people did we see smoking cigars? Interesting. Okay. I mean, I don't remember any scenes of anybody smoking a cigar. I'll preface that this is a very tough one because of watching this on YouTube, the resolution is not good. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed wherever I noticed a cigar, like it was like me zooming in. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. I can, I can, I can suss this out. Um, All right. So just. My, I don't recall specifically any scenes of anyone smoking a cigar, but uh, I'm going to say two. And because the way I'm thinking it out is that it just seems natural that Ahmad was smoking one at one point because it felt like he was smoking one the entirety of Hawaii. And so it's like, I almost like can't picture Ahmad without a cigar in his mouth. So I just feel like that's 
an option. And then the second one, well, I don't specifically remember this. I'm going to say Mark Curry was because it feels natural that in that scene on the beach, he was like sitting on a beach chair, smoking a cigar, being like, ladies, like, take it off. It would be appropriate. Uh, Yeah. And so I really am not confident in all, but I'm going to say two. Okay, so the way I phrased the question, two is correct. Oh, yeah. But, it was not those two but people, But I didn't though. see, and I, and I scrubbed through, I was checking, because I also expected Ahmad to smoke a cigar. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him ever with a cigar in hand. Interesting. But at dinner, Corbin Burnson is smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and was Mark at the it beach? It was Mark at the beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, fun All fact, right. in the hotel scene, when Stephen leaves the Tracy Gold conversation, um, mm-hmm. Ahmad in like the hallway, he has like what looks to be two cigars in his like shirt pocket. pocket. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so two is correct, but it's hard with like the um the quality the quality because like I could see something in Mark's hand and I was like I'm ninety nine percent sure that's a cigar, but like yeah. Right. What else would it? Be? It's like yeah. we know our boys. We know our boys. Oh, okay, fun. love that segment. Love it. <laughs> That's here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so they just took the quiz. Yes. Um, with other questions, and now they are all in a room, sitting in chairs, facing a mod, facing a TV screen. As we said, the odds are not good. Two people have mm-hmm. an exemption. One person is the mole. Um, and again. I don't mean to keep talking about our mole experience, but I was brought right back to the anxiety of like your oh name my gosh. being put into the screen. I was like, oh my the god! The moment where your name is put into the screen oh. is a feeling I cannot describe. It's tense. You just tense. like don't want to see your name. You want to just learn that you're mm-hmm. safe by not having been entered and someone mm-hmm. else leaving. It's it's intense. I was very much. I want you to put my name in yeah. first. Get this over with yeah, because different. otherwise I will pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so to each their own. Um, <laughs> so we start. Ahmad is starting with Stephen. So the way, in case this is your first execution, the way that this mm-hmm. works is. In case you haven't seen Celebrity Mole Hawaii, right. which is ridiculous, but... Or Yucatan, or any of the other seasons, yeah, please watch them and then revisit this episode, <laughs> but we'll explain it to you. Um, so what happens is they all just took this quiz, and whoever scores the lowest, um, basically whoever knows the least about who the mole actually is, they're going to put their name in and they're going to see their screen as like red, meaning you're eliminated. If you're safe mm-hmm. and you didn't know the least about the mole, you knew enough to get by, you're going to see green on your screen with your name. Um, and Ahmad is going to enter them one by one. So he's starting with Steven, our, you know, our star undoubtedly yes. of the episode. So he puts Steven's name And this name is such in. a big moment for big him. Moment. It's his first time he's like ever up for this really because he's exempt yeah it's true yeah like if he gets past this that's great and if he's doesn't get past it like he's he's never gotten (laughs) but thankfully his screen turns green tracy and mark are next to him and congratulate him which is a huge relief we get steven for one more week it's so genuine the congratulations like you could tell he like had genuine moments with them behind the cameras where he's like i'm really nervous i don't want to like get out and they were like steven you did it yeah it's so real (laughs) i love the support so proud of you yes 
<laughs> Tracy is like my coalition member is still yes. here. Um, so next up is Corbin. Steven turns to him and goes, this is big. Yeah. And then, okay, I have in my notes here because Steven also says, come on, Corbs. <laughs> and in my notes, I have that. I want to tell you know that I genuinely felt like this was our dynamic when we were playing the mole um was yeah. just like the just being obsessed with like the outward and public like rooting and affection yes. for each other at all times yes. like whether it's good or not for gameplay yes like it was like, like Jackie my girl hold myself back from supporting you and I didn't care if anyone saw like I needed to say this yeah. I was like that's my girl up there like, yes you got it Oh my god, the nostalgia on, that Jax, we get to revisit on, through this is insane. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So yeah, Steven has Corbin's back. He's hoping for the best for him. Ahmad puts Corbin in. The screen turns green. He's made yes, it through. Steven and him high boys. five. It's all good. Next up, someone who we thought would be the star of the show, but we haven't heard from at all. It's Dennis. Yes. Um, so Ahmad puts Dennis's name in, and it's green. Ooh, he's safe. amazing. Stephen goes. He's like, duh, I knew it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that's what I said I would do. <laughs> yeah. Stephen turns to him and he's like, dog, <laughs> and holds dog. his hand high up over Dennis's head to high five. And Dennis like genuinely leaves him hanging. He does not notice that he needs this ho- yeah. high five really bad because he's low-fiving mark curry at this point his his real dog his real dog so everyone's like dying to be dennis's best friend it's really funny you can tell you can tell um next up ahmad calls ananda we cut to her she's keeling over she's Mm -hmm. holding her stomach she's so anxious um that's how we felt that's how we felt and at this point i was like if she's not the mole she's going like right she's either acting or she's going she's so doubting herself and her screen turns red and she is uh, out of the game and auntie nandi auntie nandi i was hoping to say that more but uh, she's gone and it's tough. Like, I can really understand how she feels. She keeps saying, like, I knew it. I could tell. I mm-hmm. knew it. What did I tell you? Um, so yeah. you can tell, like, she's disappointed because of, like, she was really, really holding on to, like, how much she felt she didn't do well on the quiz that yeah, she knew. She knew. You yeah. know when you yeah. take the quiz if you did good or you bad. Yeah. Especially because probably for the first week you're just going on odds alone. Yeah. And, like, she probably just, like didn't have the right information yes. in her notebook about who exactly. was sitting where and just like exactly. fumbled through it oh it's so tough um so then they start ushering her out that's what you need to do when you see that you're voted out mm-hmm. Amon walks you out of the hotel to a car um and he says his goodbye to you um yes. and she's being a good sport about it she again you can tell she clearly enjoyed the game and wanted to go further um and i i love some of her closing lines which you have a clip of oh for sure here we go <sighs> so that's it ananda adios you play there's a chance to lose glad adios. i played the game though. you played a good chance. thank you gotta be a good sport thanks good luck filthy hobbitses <laughs> and backstabbers i'm telling you I 
she goes through a wide range she there. She goes through a wide range. We know that she likes to flex her acting muscles, even though she's out of the acting game in real life now. Yeah. And this really showed. So I have to tell you that, like, in my house now, I play this for Tony. I don't play a lot of the mole content no. for him, but I showed him the filthy hobbitses through to, I'm telling you, thing. And I've been saying this over and over in my house. I've just been like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, because what's so good is it's like, as the car is pulling away, it's like she's screaming it and they're like cutting her off. They're driving her away and she's screaming, I'm telling you. (laughs) So good. And just like, good luck, filthy hobbitses. Just caught me so off guard that it was, I couldn't like stop listening. I felt like that's one of those things that you just awkwardly say in the moment (laughs) because the camera's on you and then the second it comes out of your mouth, you're like, oh no, why did I say that? I know. She, she like doesn't have a filter though. I feel like she totally doesn't mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so there's our first victim. First victim. The mole's first That's sad. victim. She would have been fun, but it has to be someone. It has to be someone all the time. Yeah. And I like I like all of everyone else that's still in so far. So I do too. It, yeah. It would have been a heartbreak either way. Exactly. Um, I would love now to go into our uh, next segment where we yes. get a little bit of community chatter. Yes. Um, and so what we do here is that the internet is truly a beautiful place truly. and um, that there are archived websites of these sort of community boards that were um, out in 2004 when the show was airing. And so there's an archived website for what's called realitytvworld.com. And it basically is like a Reddit. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's a you know, forum. any sort of forum. It's basically people now go on Reddit and go in like the live show threads and like right. post all their things. This was that. It was just, yeah. um, you know, people that really cared about the mole and yeah. wanted to go and post their thoughts like about the episode, clues that they saw, yeah. who they think it is, any sort of commentary. Yeah. Um, and so we pull a few comments from people that posted back in 2004 about the show. And I will say people get like really – they're very Corbin Burnson-esque yes. in the identifying the clues mm-hmm. because they're really focused on like production puts in clues right. in post-prod for mm-hmm. the audience at home to try to catch – Right. So the the forums are really focused on that. Right. Of like people trying could, to like analyze. You could be at home like pausing your screen. Like if you've recorded this, you can like pause it and slow-mo. Like they can really dissect everything because of just being able to record it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like this is basically like where Corbin gets his strategy yes. from. Was like <laughs> reading these threads. Um, and so anyway, let's take a comment from somebody called Joni uh, who uh, made a post titled The Chickens in the Taxi. Okay. Love And Joni, yeah, and this is January 9th, 2004. Joni says, maybe there's a significance to the two chickens, Carlos and Pepe. There is a Mexican dish called chicken mole, pronounced mole, that has a kind of spicy chocolate sauce over the chicken. I wonder if curry is in the recipe. Oh. <laughs> um, so she says maybe there's a significance to the chickens, Carlos and Pepe, that were in the taxi 
because there's a Mexican food dish called chicken mole and maybe curry is in that dish and then that would mean that Mark Curry is our mole. Like we could look that up if it's in the dish. Well, we got some comments here on the thread. Um, and let's see. So the first comment is from somebody well tech who says, I agree that there is possibly something to the chickens, but I don't think mole has anything to do with it. There's no curry in mole. <laughs> there we so, go. OK, close that yeah. loop. And I mean, this thread goes on and on. Oh um, I mean, somebody says there's no curry in the chicken mole recipe, but I did find a recipe for black mole from uh, like a, a town next to Yucatan. Um, and then there's more people now. People are basically saying that the chicken mole is nothing, that that's that's bad, but that there's probably something to Carlos and Pepe. To the chickens, yeah. Um, and so somebody else, oh, Joni back. Joni's back. She's back. OP. And she says, I was doing a little investigating on other sites today, and I came up with another clue about the chickens. One of the chickens is named Carlos. You can rearrange the letters in Carlos to spell Carol S for Seaver. Carol Seaver oh. that Tracy Gold played on Growing Pains. Oh, that is so something that ABC would have done. Yeah. That is that their amazing? type of clue. Whoa. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. It, is it Tracy Gold? Carol S? We don't know what That's Pepe crazy. though then would be. Tracy Gold could be the mole. The way she's mm-hmm. playing definitely could be. Like under the radar, like nice, smart, partnering with someone. That's super mm-hmm. smart if you're the mole mm-hmm. and if you can handle that. Like. I don't know. She obviously hasn't done anything suspicious yet, but like you wouldn't in your first episode. Yeah. I love I that. Mean, I mean, but again, though, like That's the hits stretch. just keep coming. The yeah. hits keep coming. Somebody says, how about this? Where do chickens stay? In a coop. What were they doing? <laughs> Hanging with the contestants. Oh. Hanging oh. with Mr. Cooper. Oh my god, that's so good. Mark, Mark that's Curry. That's also something so. ABC would do. <gasps> yeah. Oh my people, god. People, I mean, this thread goes on and on. I'll stop, but I mean, people wow. are just riffing off of Carlos and Pepe the chickens and what it means. Yeah. Everyone is at least in agreement that it means something. You know what's crazy? Like, we need to go back when this is all done and maybe even for Hawaii and look back at all of the clues from mm-hmm. the forums that we had read to verify like what was a real clue because yeah. they do go into it in the reunions they like recap like this was right. a clue we planted but i would love to know like were there anything like legitimate that people found or were like weird random connections that right we didn't um we can comment on these threads yeah. and be like you were right you were right <laughs> yes <laughs> i would love I know that that it's 16 years later but you were you right were joni right. <laughs> I would love to like give them closure. Yeah, um, I hope we I'm see sure Joni in watching, the threads. So. Yeah, I hope we see Joni in the threads in future episodes. Me too. She seems active. I like that too. I hope she's there. Um, our next community take comes from Mole Clue Finder, which is a very promising username, mm-hmm. and it's called "I Think Dennis Rodman Is the Mole." Dot dot. Here is why. Okay. Okay. As you watched the show. At one point, there was an aerial view of the town that they were playing in. As you see the view in the corner of the screen appeared Playa del Carmen. Now, to me, I think this was a big clue. 
now. Mm -hmm. Granted, I don't know the towns in the Yucatan, but it seems fishy. Playa Playa del Carmen I took as player equals Dennis Rodman, since he was a basketball player. Right. And I took Carmen equals Carmen Electra, since Dennis (laughs) Rodman was married to her once. I may be totally off base with this, but does anyone agree? Does anyone disagree? I'd love to hear your comments. Is anyone out there? Any Can thoughts? anyone hear me? Is there anyone out there? Carmen Electra, is that something? <laughs> okay, interesting. Again, Playa del Carmen, connecting it with like mm-hmm. Carmen Electra. If it wasn't his ex-wife, I would say right. maybe. But I think ABC wouldn't be like, he was married to her for a year, and now they're right. divorced. <laughs> right. We don't want that. They wouldn't do that. Um, It's a stretch. I'm going to say stretch, it. yeah. It's a stretch for sure. Oh, but, but... We, have a, we have a good response from someone named Spidey. Oh, what do they say? Which says, well, there is a resort town named Playa del Carmen on the Yucatan Peninsula. Seems like a coincidence to me. Hmm. Although Dennis sure was a playa... <laughs> with Carmen <laughs> so that was good he's like that's Spidey. definitely not a clue but you're right Dennis yeah. is a player it works out in another way yeah oh my oh, gosh man. uh that's adorable I have to agree with Spidey I don't think it's yeah. a clue yeah um but hey hey I didn't keep think looking. of it yeah yeah I can't find a single clue no <laughs> Hats off to you, mole clue yeah, finder. Who am I? Okay. Well, we'll tune in next time for more community yes, chat. Yes. Um, last thing, do you want to give MVP and LVP points? Sure. All right. So Jackie and I just like to give one MVP point and one <laughs> LVP point just to people that we like liked or didn't like yeah. or thought did a good job or didn't do a good job. There's no real criteria. Right. Just like what we feel in our heart of hearts of yeah. who we want to give a point to and who we want to take a point away from. Yeah. And there's no real stakes in the game no. other than just keeping a tally of who we like. Yeah. It usually shakes out to like people have one point because yeah. <laughs> it's like they gain one, they lose one, they gain one, they lose yeah. one. <clears throat> um, uh, let's start with MVP. Okay. Actually, no, let's start with LVP okay. <laughs> and give away points. That's, that's, let's get the sadder part out of the way first. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. Um, uh, I'm giving an LVP to Angie. Yeah. I just, I understand that she says that this is her plan to act like the mole, but mm-hmm. it's just too much too soon. Yeah. I think that's a, certainly a viable strategy, but it's not helping her make any friends totally. or like alliances. And that she yeah. needs that. Yeah, so. totally agree. She rubbed people the wrong way. Um, yeah, she was too fiery. Yeah, too fiery. She flamed out. I'll give my LVP as much as I don't want to, like based on the episode to Dennis. We got nothing from him, really. Um, yeah. So I just want more from him. I thought he'd be like really entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, having seen the quiz and the execution maybe he'll be more active in the next episode yeah i mean he maybe he's just mysterious um but yeah he seems like he's still waking up yeah (laughs) he needs some coffee (laughs) yeah Um, um okay mvp uh I want to give my MVP point to Steven. Me too. 
that's we can both give it. He was the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because he's giving us so much content, a yes, but b he also like this was the first quiz he ever passed. Mm-hmm. It was he, good. He's forming a coalition this time. He's taking notes in his yes. notebook, like. You know, he's not the smartest, but he's improving. He's He's trying. He's working hard, and it's paying off. And, yeah, like, between, like, the doggy dog montage Mm -hmm. and the coalition with Tracy and the opening credits where he was our narrator, yeah, he was just, like, the biggest source of entertainment. I was so happy he came back. Yeah, um, I can't agree more. You know, and we who knows how long we're going to have him. He's such a risky player. So risky. But, like, let's give him the points while we can. Yes. Take them all. All right. So at the end of week one, we have two points to Steven and negative one point to each Angie and Dennis. Yeah. Angie and Dennis. Yeah. Ananda uh, broke even at a zero. She can't change from here. Aw. And that's it. That's the first episode of Yucatan. Do you know how many episodes are there this season? I am honestly not sure. Probably six, five or six. It's so short. So short. So short. Uh, That's why we just got to really soak in the time that we have. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, soak in that Mexican sun. Let's talk about it again. This was so fun. I can't believe we're in it. We're I know. in it, people. I'm so happy to be in another season. I am have to admit, though, I'm already like, what are we going to watch after this season? Because, like, after mm. this... It gets tough. It gets tough. We could go back to the first two U.S. seasons, but we also recently watched those. So if you have any well, thoughts about what we should watch <laughs> after yeah. Yucatan, which we just started... <laughs> Clearly, I'm already nervous about running out. We're already. We never just want it to end. Assuming we have endless success that we need to keep monopolizing on. So, yes. Oh my gosh, no! But truly, um, you know, we love doing this. We don't care if there's two people listening. Um, this is so fun. I love more getting to talk enough. to you, Jackie. I do too, Tori. It's you're the, the bright light in my quarantine. Me too. No, seriously, I'm kind of like I don't know how people don't have this. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't make it through it. otherwise. Honestly, same. same. Um, so this was a great episode and next week we will tune in again. We'll break down episode two of Celebrity Mall Yucatan. Yes. And get one step closer to uh finding out who is the mall. <laughs>